Hi, I'm Katherine Ellsworth-Kretz. I'm a social climate scientist, and I've helped raise millions of pounds for climate action and supported hundreds of volunteers to take part in making their community a more sustainable place. I want to share what I've learned and inspire others to be powerful climate change workers and catalysts. If you're also passionate about climate justice, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Joyful Climate Writing. Hello, hello. I wanted to report that this podcast was not brought to you by a blackbird singing at 5 a.m. Because my husband spotted said blackbird with a lady partner. So it's been very quiet this past month. But no, no. He's back. And (laughs) so this is another early morning podcast. And I hope wherever and whenever you're listening to it, uh, that you can enjoy thinking about those early days of spring and all the possibility that they bring. I wanted to talk about rest and fun and give you a little permission slip to have more of it. Sometimes the spring is a time of feeling this abundant energy. The days are getting longer. There's more sun. There's all this sprouting of plants and things are really coming to life. And we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves to flow into that energy. And sometimes we take on too much and we forget about those April storms and hail showers and that, no, it is not summer yet. Sometimes, and some of my crops, you know, I've put out my peas and they've gotten eaten. I don't know, by slugs or what. So sometimes it's hard to remember that at this time of abundant growth that there will be setbacks. And I also just wanted to share that this week I had someone saying to me that they've talked to other people about going like, how does she do it all? And I, my reaction to this, of course, was to thank them. But also I felt like maybe I'm being dishonest. I really don't want to put out there for other people this idea that they need to hustle and hustle and do more and cram a lot into their schedules. And I'm not saying that this person necessarily assumed that because uh, there's someone I've coached and... <laughs> I definitely did a lot with them around working less and working, uh, using some of Cal Newport's deep work, really scheduling stuff and trying to limit the amount of time they spent. So it's not like they're doing this deep, concentrated work eight hours a day, but maybe they only shoot for four. So they know this and I might not be responding to them exactly, but I realized I have really benefited from some of my coaches sharing how they actually have a lot of fun most of the time and they aren't working 24-7. They're not working uh, even five days a week often or eight hours a day. And sometimes that's hard to believe, but I've really benefited from my 
coach Simone Soul, who has a podcast that's just been renamed. I am your Korean mom. I highly recommend it. She is a real <laughs> uh, ball of sunshine. She'll just make you feel really energized. And the thing that she always says is in terms of marketing and showing up for your business and really doing anything that you do it in a way that feels fun and easy. And so that was the idea, for example, behind my podcast. My coach at the time, Gretchen Evangelista, I also recommend her podcast, which is uh, Love Yourself Rich. She really encouraged me, and I saw it in her own podcast, to make a podcast and not show up. I thought it was something you know you do when you've been around for years and you're really established. And she told me, no. It can just be a way for people to get to know you. You can show up in a way that is fun for you. What would that be like? And so I can report as well that I showed up really thinking about how I already do academic papers and those often take, say, 12 to 18 months to write and then maybe another six or longer, sometimes less, to get it published. So they take a long time to get something out there. And then I'm doing creative writing pieces. And again, a lot of those take me three months to write and at least three months to publish. And the podcast is my one place where I can just let it be really easy and fun and quick and share my thoughts that relate to concepts I might have been discussing in coaching calls that I want to share more widely or my research and what I've been doing uh, or researching around at the time. And I can just share it in a rougher draft. But I can also do it in a way that just feels really fun for me. And I love that I'm starting to build a community. I love that I'm hearing from people who, again, are finding value in these. But what really motivates me is trusting that someone, hopefully, yes, will benefit from it. But that I'm having fun making it. And I can report that I have had more listeners in four months on my podcast than citations I've had on eight years of publications. And I know citations are different because I just told you how slow academic publishing is than someone listening to 10 minutes. I know that's different, but right, I this is a space for me to get to interact with so many more people and that's really fun for me so my point here is I guess what I've learned from coaching over the last few years and what might look like I'm doing it all is like these are actually the things that I'm showing up with are things that I'm doing in a way that actually is just fun and easy and then it's easy to keep showing up to do them. I've, I've lowered the stakes so much, which I'm not saying um, <laughs> is something that you can just naturally do right away. Like it's taken me effort, but the effort has been less about like working more, working harder, working strategically. It's just been like working from a place of fun. And someone likes to say like, people can smell that. Like, people can smell when you're trying to 
I don't know, be someone you're not. People can smell when you're trying to put on a perfect mask. And you can probably tell that is not what my podcast is. Uh, I'll be honest, a lot of the first episodes, definitely. I started to have a few long ones recently, but generally these take me about 30 minutes to take some notes that I feel inspired to share, record it, and then upload it and add like a tiny bit of music, as you've probably noticed. Um, So I will also admit, though, that I think at the beginning, when you're learning a new skill, there probably is some hustle. And I definitely have gotten a little bit obsessed with coaching podcasts. And that is something I think maybe spills over into some of my like leisure time. Like I really like listening to coaching podcasts while I'm in my garden and maybe my gardening would feel like more relaxed if I listened to something else or I just leaned into the moment. But again, it's like, I just enjoy it. Like I feel really energized after listening to coaching podcasts. They don't, they don't make me feel like I need that I'm not doing enough or um, that I need to show up differently. Like generally listening to coaching podcasts just makes me feel really good. So I find them fun. So a lot of the work that goes into this, like I was trying to say, is like even when you're trying to learn a new skill, like when I was making the podcast, I was constantly asking myself, what if it was fun to make this? How would I show up? What would I be doing if it was just fun? And honestly, I have so much spaciousness in my diary. I usually have at least one day, generally two, where I have zero meetings and I might schedule in or I do schedule in like going to my garden or going for a walk into town to buy like nice stationery for myself or going for a walk just to go look at nice flowers or chunks to do creative writing which I find really fun <laughs> and so I'm saying this as well because I think overcommitment and lots of meetings yeah for me that does kill my creativity so like creating more and more spaciousness where I feel like I have fewer deadlines and I'm just showing up because I'm like I want to do something I'll see what I want to do in that moment that's how I do it all no I don't like that phrase <laughs> I feel like it adds um, like pressure, at least when I've ever thought that about other people. It's not made me feel good. It's made me feel like I'm lacking, like, why can't I fit more in? And I almost don't want to talk about rest in relation to productivity, but I guess I just, I, again, I've done enough work on myself that I know that like white knuckling it just, um, it generally means I'm like doing something not from a place of fun and enjoyment. I'm not uh, like I'm more likely maybe to make mistakes like and feel stressed. And like so I do a lot of work to, again, just try to create less <laughs> like less deadlines for myself. And. That's partly because I know having less in my schedule, again, helps me, I don't want to say do more, but right, like it actually gets more done by having less deadlines, less pressure, and just knowing that rest, like 
me listening to a book for fun or taking a longer lunch break to make a really nice meal. Like I know that I will then be able to respond to emails or again, create a podcast or start researching a paper. Like I will show up from a place feeling much more energized and that means that I can get more done. So I don't really love talking about rest as like just in service of productivity and I'm doing that here. I understand that, but it's also a useful concept that you can build into your day like, oh wait, no, me going and doing something that I would call an artist date. So once a week spending say two hours where the agenda is literally only that I have fun, that I feel playful. And sometimes that's so hard to do when you start because you're not used to it. But knowing that that is also in service of work makes it easier to put it in your diary. So that's why I'm saying it here in this context. Although I think rest and play and fun should be valued for themselves of course they're not like our lives are not all about producing and being productive so this is your permission slip to like and this is your challenge if you don't already spend two hours a week doing something nice for yourself and that is the only goal I challenge you to it try it this month. I've mentioned it many times on this podcast, but I think the artist date from the artist way by Julia Cameron was one of the greatest things I did to quote unquote, do it all. And to make this shift to doing so much more in my life. That's actually about having fun. Whatever you do in those two hours is the right thing as long as it's coming from the intention of looking out for yourself. So good luck, have fun and keep thinking about how you can do activities in a way that does feel enjoyable to you because that's how you're going to want to keep showing up to do more. <laughs> 